Welcome back to another ah. episode of Man of the Machine, quick off the cuff. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And I am starting this right from the jump because I don't want to miss any piece of this conversation. Don't even think about the recorder going, we haven't talked in like two weeks, and I just want it all on the record. Okay, that just, was terrifying, but okay. I just don't want anything to be left out, and I should probably turn my phone to silent because I ain't got time for all phone. these zoop zoops. Um, I got a bunch of questions for you. I don't remember what we said we wanted to talk about this episode. Um, well, you okay? You you gave several options, and oh, yeah, there today right. were like, I need to ask you a question about Batman and Iron Man. I'm okay, like, yes, okay. yes. Okay, so lots of questions coming your way. Let's start here. I got Nintendo Switch, bruh. Fair enough. I've got nothing. I do as well. I was just using. Yeah, it, so. I've got nothing but the Switch at this current moment. But I at least have that much. Well, so here's the thing. A, I'm broke. B, they are incredibly hard to get a hold of. So while I was in Arizona, my buddy Andrew at work, he remembered that I said I wanted one, so he bought one off the truck. We got like eight in, so he's like, screw it, I'm taking one. So then I came back, he said, hey, remember how you said you wanted one? I bought one for you if you want to buy it off me. And I said, oh man, that sounds great. Oh wait, I have no monies. And he said, it's okay, I got a 45-day return policy, so just think about it and I'm not worried about it. So today he came over to make food. He said, I have it in my car. I said, I can't pay you immediately, but I will be able to pay you soon. He's a much better person than most and said, sure, that's a good enough of a promise for me. Let me have it. And now I'm playing it. Playing well, what? If okay, you have no okay. game, I'm not, play? I'm not playing it, but I, I set it up and got really excited about that. I the fact that I had it. So I've got like 120 bucks in my PayPal account that's been sitting there for a minute. So I'm going to order Legend of Zelda and then just a couple random accessories to have with it, like a carrying case and whatnot. Because I don't plan on using this as a home console. It's just I'm probably going to keep it with me at all times. So might as well get something to protect it. Yeah, that's why I got the. Uh, I normally never like. Well, I did get one because it was dirt cheap for my modem. Mm-hmm. But like at work, I got the uh, protection plan for the Switch because I was just like, if hypothetically I don't break it on like the day 364 of like the last day of it boom yeah oh, look it dropped <laughs> when i was using it i need a new one and, they, and they, they it was like a four-year plan right like it's a, it's a long ass pl- two year yeah. yeah it's a long enough plan for yeah i'm gonna i haven't like i said he bought it for me so tomorrow when i go into work i'm gonna add it on but yeah that's why i didn't bother getting like a screen protector or anything or a carrying yeah, no. case because i was just like no. at this point i've already paid 20 bucks to protect it for two years yeah. whatever happens to it at this point i don't fucking care because i'll just yeah. fucking get a new one it's i fun. don't need a screen protector i've never used one on my phone or anything so that's what i'm not worried about but i want the they sell these like clip-on covers for the joy cons because when you're holding it as a tablet it's like so slick in the back that these little add-ons are just going to be kind of nice so i'm going to get those I saw them at work. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I like the colors, too. They have, like, blue and red and yellow. And... Yeah. When the yellow comes out, I might get those. The blue and the red piss me off because they're not uniform. That's yeah. why, like, when everybody wanted the red and blue, I was like, no, I'll take the black one because oh, I got it's the, all one I color. Got, I got the gray one, but for the, yeah. the snap-on covers, I'm probably going to. Oh. It, it comes with two blues and two grays or two yellows and two grays or two reds and two, I don't remember. Anyways, so that way you can uniform it yourself. So I'm just going to get that, but... Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, I got Switch. Super exciting. Uh, I will say though, the only thing about it, like even though I have the plan without like the the screen covering, it generally feels like when I'm walking around with it, like it's like I almost never like take it anywhere that I don't have like control over it at all times. Uh-huh. But, like when I brought it to like uh, Kevin and like when we went to Gina's, 
it was very much the equivalent of like having my balls hanging out <laughs> at like, all oh times. God. Oh my god! And just like at any time, so we could just like fucking just drop a hammer on it, and be like, "Oh Jesus!" <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. But uh, next door of business, I kind of fell off on paying attention to this podcast, and I just I feel personally guilty about it. So I want to get back into it really hardcore, like trying to record maybe twice a week, trying to release special episodes, and talking to you more. Because I'll admit. And this goes to all my friends I've ever ever had. 90% of communication errors come from me not paying attention to my phone slash not reaching out. So this is my on-the-record promise that that we're going to put the fire back in our relationship, Patrick. You know, I've been neglecting you. You know, I've been letting you go, letting that smile drift off to other people who have been taking your attention, and I'm not okay with it. So I'm going to put in my my effort to make it worthwhile again. Do you forgive me, Patrick? Do you forgive yeah, I, me? Yeah, I, I, I never didn't. I would just Did... assume shit was going on. No, nothing's going on. I'm just negligent. 100%. Well, then you're a cocksucker. Yeah, man. no, 100% <laughs> on me. Because um, at, at work, I started getting more hours, which is yay, cool. And uh, Franny started working now, and she's got two jobs. So I'm never going to see her again. So I'm like, well, if I'm just <laughs> sitting at home doing nothing, I might as well be talking to you and recording it and putting it into the internet. Because I yes. did say... I did say in one of our first episodes, my goal is to pass Gifted Spunksters and episodes, and and I have not given up on that. So if I can start finding more time where you're free and you're you know willing because you're very busy, I'll be freaking boom. We'll be putting it up. I uh, mean, fair enough. But I mean, we're at like sixty-three, I think, as of yeah. the, yesterday. And I, and I think me and you, which we have this wonderful, lovely thing called the internet, are at almost to twenty. We're we're in the teens somewhere. Yeah. Uh, somewhere and well because i just me and jeff were talking about i had no idea my our freaking episode mine and we're already up to like 12 and i was like there's no way how what so that means freaking men of the machines gotta be at gotta be at something special i can't i don't want to count them myself Is there, <laughs> oh 22 tracks 22 tracks of men of the machine so we're we're fucking cooking already and I, oh that leads me in to number three i'm gonna try to swear a little bit less on this one so I'm not. I will not be doing that. I, no, 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 no. You, you are you as a person, and, and I don't expect you to change anytime soon. But the thing was, I was editing, uh, looking for back. This was you know two or three weeks ago when I said I when I put up the Lucha versus Loose for one, and I was like every fucking two. Oh, see, I can't. It's you. <laughs> it's you. Because I was. Because because I was editing through. And I'm clicking through, and every, literally, every, for some reason, the gods were not on my side. Franny's right next to me. So me and Franny have this thing. We don't swear around each other, or we try not to. It's since back in high school, she was, she dated older guys before me, and they were totally fine. You know, they were like seniors in high school, and it was cool to swear. So they were like, yeah, swear as much as you want. And I was like 15, and I'm like, I don't really like hearing bitch that often. So me and Franny, I, I, was like, hey, I don't like it when you're using that word around me all the time. Like, that's not, it doesn't do anything for me. I don't appreciate it. It's not interesting. So she stopped swearing for me. And then I just, as a respect thing, have tried to never swear around my mother, my aunts, my my grandmom, like any female that's close to me, I try to completely not be an asshole. So, and I'm not saying swearing is that, but you know what I mean. So it was like a respect thing. So now with Franny, since... Our whole relationship, if you're ever angry and stuff like that, swearing's not allowed. Like, just no, be civilized about this. So she's standing next to me, 
I'm recording through this. I click like 15 to 16 different spots looking for which episode I said we were going to talk about next. And it's, oh, fucking, the, you motherfucker, this cocksucker, you believe this fucking thing. And Franny's like, you swear a lot on that podcast. I'm like, or no, you swear a lot when you're not around me. I'm like, oh, it depends on the person. Like, no, I don't. And so I went to prove it. And I went to an episode that of what did I just say? Well, me and Jeff. And for some reason, when we're talking, I don't swear at all. I don't like occasionally I'll say like damn, but I don't swear on that podcast. So something about Darn. you, yeah. Oh, dang, dang <laughs> ne- golly, jeeper, gee whiz, Mister. Something about you brings out the the anonymity, like the animosity in me. I'm just like, oh fucking sons of bitches, and I don't know why. I, I don't know I'm why. Sure, I'm sure you're not the only one that has that reaction. To no, me. it's fine. <laughs> I don't know if it's a reaction to you, but. <laughs> I don't know why. So I'm going to try to make the conscious effort of, hey, maybe maybe you don't swear so much. Maybe you bring it down a little bit. So I speak this way even in church. Oh, you speak Just... that? No, no, yeah, you are <laughs> you, and I'm not denying that. But you get you get not satisfaction, but you get like a sort of pleasure in knowing that that is that you don't change for nothing like that makes you feel good because you're like no this is me screw it this is what i do whereas for me it's the it's a similar thing i feel good knowing that i'm not uh coming off in some sort of way that would be unpleasant to my wife mother or grandmother like i it's the same sense of pride in who we are it's just that yours is the sense of all the time and mine's the sense of like i do this around these people and so it's not like on you know it's understandable and also, I mean, you. It's. I. I think it also came from like trying to prove when I was younger, like, um, because like my dad used to say like how like fucking swearing was like a sign of lack of intelligence, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I would basically use like five syllable words and also like swear. And then I heard bad. <laughs> I heard bad religion for the first time, which I don't. Know, you don't listen to punk rock, but I know. I know um, the band though, and I. Uh, okay, like the whole thing about bad religion was they were all like, um, Greg Graffman is like. Uh, I can't remember what the fuck. I can't remember if he's a doctor or not. He definitely has at least a master's degree. Um, he's been like a teacher, like whatever, like at colleges. Like he has like this massive vocabulary. And like, uh, I can't remember what the hell the song it was, but he used like a five syllable word. And like two words later was saying like, was saying like, fuck and everything. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, how is that not intelligent? Like, so then it was kind of, that was kind of the point where I finally kind of realized that like everybody around me was full of shit. So I was just like, okay, so I'm just going to talk the way I fucking feel like I need to talk. Yeah. And that's fine with me. And that's why, like, I will constantly get chastised by people. But I generally, I think the one person recently who made it so I didn't was when we were in uh, Denny's, like, Ariane, it was right after Fate of the Furious, and she kept yelling at me mm-hmm. for, like, she's like, there's kids here. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> There's literally no such thing as bad words. The only thing is bad intentions. Like, if a small child says fucking doesn't know what it means, is that a bad word? No. It's just a fucking sound he made, essentially. Like, yeah. yeah, especially when they have no idea the meaning or anything around it. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, so mine was kind of similar. My my dad, he's he was a military man and is a construction man. You know as much as anyone else. When men get around each other, they're jackasses so like on i've gone i went to work with him a couple times and on the construction site like so dad at home was one thing sure when he got mad he was scary but like when you're when it was regarding us it was generally low-key it was very you know no cuss words and stuff like that it was rather 
uh, I don't want to say the word respectable because that implies that it wouldn't be the other way and that's not true, but in general. So I went to work with him a handful of times and when he's at work, are you fucking dumbass idiot? You retard, you got your head up your ass. And I'm like, what? Like, oh my God. And then my older brothers, they turned 18 and started working with my dad in construction. They'd come home and all of a sudden it was cool to swear at the dinner table and my mom got pissed about it. And she's like, no, you don't do that. And then my brother Andy's like, but this is what work is like. And my mom said, keep that at work. You're with your family now. So I kind of did that. And then one time, it's not even a cuss word. I told my mom to shut up at the dinner table. Worst mistake of my life. Good, dumbest thing I could have ever done. Faster than I blinked, my father's <clears throat> hand came across the table, caught me in the chest, and I fell on the ground. Like, and, and he told me, you never sp- speak to your mother like that. So, like, as an extension of not telling her to shut up, I never used any foul language. It was like, like, if I was mad at mom, it was the douchey teenager going, okay, whatever. And even that was pushing it with my dad. Even that was like, hey, I can tell the tone is wrong, even if you're not using any sort of, like, inflammatory words. So, around women, I am as non-vulgar as I can possibly be. What's the, I mean, like, if, 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 like, it's like, if somebody is, like, really, like, offended by it, then I will try to, like, turn yeah, it down to the best yeah, of my yeah. ability. But I do not do well with limitations as a general rule in life. So it's no. like, that's yeah, not your style. <laughs> so it's like, it's basically if I feel like fucking, if I feel like I'm, like, being limited, like, basically being uh-huh. chained, I basically, like, I feel like the fucking Hulk, I need to like, break out of them. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I just can't. You don't break. tell me what I can and can't do. <laughs> Patrick, put your shirt back on. Don't tell me. That's it. Pants are off, too. Patrick's running around. Dick flopping everywhere, screaming the F word, hands up, middle finger to the air. That's what happens when you ask Patrick to put the peanut butter away. All this started when Patrick keeps his peanut butter on the counter and you told him to put it in the cabinet. Fuck them rules. Naked dick hanging Patrick, screaming fuck the world, running around. That's what happens. Okay, note to self. Just keep keep track. (laughs) I don't think it's going to happen. Do you mean to tell me you've never run naked through the street with your middle finger up? You mean to say no, no. that right to my face? I've I've had my middle finger up. I've not been nude while doing ah, it. <laughs> well, you ain't living. All right, <laughs> which fair. leads us into the third, fourth question, whatever topic, <laughs> comment, concern. Only a few minutes. Not, I mean, only a few seconds. Not gonna rest on this at all. The Blackhawks are zero and three right now, and they're about to get kicked off of the playoffs. Do it just as all I'm saying. Just a quick. <sighs> don't have to talk about it. Just moving on. That was the most pain in the ass thing of the other night. Was that um the bar that Kevin's band Ace Morse and the Mess were playing the other night? Were playing uh, the hockey games. And the first one they were playing was the Blackhawks. And I looked at the fucking screen, and it was three and zero. And I'm like, fuck my life. Oh my I blamed gosh. Chris Bassett. I was like, Chris Bassett. It's because you are here and budding my style and wearing a leather jacket, having a ridiculous <laughs> beard. This is clearly your fault. And then it goes like it went up to five and over, and I'm like, son of a bitch, Chris Bassett, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, that game got out of control fast. The other two, which all have been shutouts and is amazing, but the other two were like, you know, I think two and zero and three and zero were the shutouts, and it was it was a good game. It was kept tight the whole time, but that last one, oh my gosh. Yeah, and then like they ended up, they changed it briefly to the Ducks game. And I was like, well, at least the Ducks are winning. And then they changed it to, like, I think it was, like, the Flames game, whoever the fuck else was playing that night. And um, so I just kept looking at my phone until the until the, the mess played, uh-huh. where I was just, like, basically keeping track of the Ducks. And finally the Ducks won. I'm like, fuck it. At least one team I like won the yeah, night. Yeah, I, so, I, I like the Anaheim Ducks, and I hope they make it far. Really, 
I don't. It, the Bruins are in the playoffs, so I'm rooting for the Bruins 100%. And then after that, it's all just, I like the Preds. The fact that they're beating the Blackhawks means more to me than anything, but I do like the Preds. Uh, Rangers would be cool. I don't like the Canadians. Uh, the Penguins Honestly, blow. The Maple Leafs would be ridiculous if they can somehow continue on. Sorry, continue. The, the Canadians and the Leafs I'd be fine with because the Canadians, because my dad I was always a Canadians fan going back to when I was yeah. a kid. So like there is kind of like, even though I never really cared, cause I think like I got into hockey because of the Mighty Ducks, like mm-hmm. the film and then the team. So like, um, and then when I was like, I don't know, like, 18 maybe mm-hmm. basically when the ducks got good like they had like they started like getting like to the stanley cup and shit um it was basically them and dallas stars because i also really liked michael but mike madonna because he was in the first mighty ducks movie um and um and then like so that's, you know, those were my teens for years and then the stars sucked and sucked and sucked so finally <laughs> i abandoned them i abandoned them and went to the blackhawks and then it was like last year they got good again. I'm like, no, you can't do this to me. I can only have that's, two teams. That's what happens when you walk away from a team. I will they never, so I will never walk away from a sports team, regardless of how shitty they are. Because that kind of actually, none of the teams I like have ever been that shitty. The Heat were pretty bad for a while, but obviously they bounced back. Recent, the the current Heat team, the fact they let Dwayne Dane, Dwayne Wade walk away and stuff like that, I don't even want to talk about. But I'm sticking with them because one day it'll come back and pay some dividends. Anyways, we don't have, moving on. I just was stoked about that. Point number the next one because we lost track. I want to play a game with you. Tell me we can do it now or we can do it later. That's fine. It was just a BuzzFeed thing. I knew none of the answers and I was like, this would be fun to do with Patrick on the podcast. It's, can you correctly guess which horror movies these characters were in? And it's a lot of, some of them are stupid, obvious, but other ones I'm like, uh, I don't know. So I can save that until the very last segment. Or we can just do it while we're talking. It's up to you, dude. Uh, we'll do it now, just because I'm very curious. Okay. All right. Number one, Samuel Loomis. Halloween, duh. Okay, Halloween, one down. Jack Torrance. The Shining, duh. The Shining, down. Sidney Prescott. Scream, duh. Scream. That one I had not even kind of. Freddy Krueger, I'm just moving past that one. <laughs> Lawrence Gordon. Oh wow, that one's. Yeah, they get it. I told you they take it. It, it gets tricky. Uh, uh, is it like a series or like an individual film that I have to give you? Uh, well, so the way the the quiz works is you type in an answer and hit guess. I can just grab all the answers now and then help you lead you along if you want me to do that. Cause I think it's from a Friday Thirteenth movie, but I'm not 100 sure which one. It <laughs> is not from a Friday the Thirteenth oh. movie. It right, is from enough. a very long-running series, though. I mean, of movies. There's literally only, like, of long-running, depending on how you define long-running. There's, like, Halloween, which it's not. Nightmare, no. which it might be. And newer. 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 Not a classic. Oh! Fucking Saw! Yeah, it's from Saw. He's the <laughs> the first guy. He's the yeah, Princess Bride. Sense. He's Robin Hood. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, wait, hold on. I know this guy's name. Don't tell me. 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 Carrie, I need to, no, no. I need, to re- I need to redeem myself, so Carrie always. All right. <laughs> fine. Fair enough. Uh, Catherine Thorne. Ooh, I would never get that one. I mean, maybe once I tell you the movie, you'll know it, but Catherine Thorne. Is it? Old, older, older, like, uh, 70s, I think. Uh, uh-huh, tricky. I knew you'd do good. You're doing pretty good so far. 
Fuck. Actually, you haven't gotten any wrong, so you're doing great so far. Fuck. Um. See, I wanted to say hostile, and then you said the seventies. Yes, is older, older. Uh, it, they remade it in the mid two thousands to late two thousands. Um, I know that for sure. There's four in the original tri- uh, uh, set. Three? I know there's three. Maybe there's a fourth. I think there's a fourth. Uh, I'll tap uh, out. I'm not sure. The Omen. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's the girl from The Omen. How, how many of the original are there? Four, right? Uh, probably. I've only seen the first one. Oh, okay. I know there's two and three. I just can't remember if there's another one. Anyways, Laurie Strode. Halloween, duh. <laughs> Boom. Done. Norman Bates. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Regan McNeil. The Exorcist. Oh yeah, it's, see, it's the last name that or Reagan. It's the last name that throws me off. If you were just like, "Where's Reagan from?" I'd be like, "Are you kidding me?" The Exorcist. But McNeil, I'd be like, "Oh." <laughs> you know, if you say if you just say Reagan, I'm like the president. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ronald Reagan. Uh, oh my God, the picture they. Ooh, Franny doesn't come home till eleven o'clock tonight. I can't look at that picture, or I will not be able to walk around my house. Oh, The Exorcist. For some reason, I've even watched the movie now, and I don't get scared watching it anymore remembering the fear from the first time is what gets me. Do you have anything like that? Like, does that I, make sense? I think I told you, like, um, when I first saw Paranormal Activity in the theater, uh-huh. um, I was with my brother, and it literally was the first time in my life that you, you know, they said about the hair in the back of your neck standing yeah. up? Oh, yeah. This first time that actually, I didn't think that was actually a real thing that happened. It literally happened. Like, I spent most of the movie like this. Like, I was just, like, literally, like, sitting on the edge of my seat. Like, I was, like, a couple times I blew backwards. Uh-huh. And that thing is, like, when it was done... Like we literally sat in the theater until the lights, like until like basically everybody else was in the theater and the lights were up, and I was like, "Well, I guess I have to leave now." <laughs> and, and then like we got my brother's car. I was afraid of my brother's car. Uh-huh. We got back to my apartment, which is actually identical to uh, this apartment is basically identical to the old apartment. And basically, I turned on the light in my room, in the kitchen, in the living room. Oh uh, yeah, I, in the bathroom, and I literally just sat in the living room on my computer until i fell asleep and he literally came in at one point he was like are you afraid of your room like <laughs> i'm, I'm af- on trial here <laughs> i'm afraid of life man okay don't just don't ask me questions because it like it's and a lot of people are like it's a thing that like a lot of people like um to how it didn't bother them I'm like that's that's the thing though is like it preyed on something that was very like because I, I was raised catholic yeah. so demons scare the shit out of me ghosts don't frighten really? me really okay demons scare the shit out of me and the fact that you never see it is what actually really bothers me mm-hmm. because um, it's like when I saw that movie uh, as above, so below. I was with um, I don't know if you remember Josh from Healthy Living. Oh wait a minute, uh, uh, gay Josh, yeah. tall buff Josh. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember him. Um, we went to as above, so below one night, and like there was the whole bit where first they go underground into the catacombs mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. France, and I was like, oh fuck, it's like activate. We weren't seeing it in, in, in BTX, so it was yeah. activating my claustrophobia. And then like um, there's like a like a hole they get into when they're trying to get away and it says like uh, abandon all hope all you who enter here which is the sign above hell yes yeah it's an even smaller hole i'm like oh fuck my <laughs> it's life. happening i'm living it oh crap oh crap <laughs> and then as soon as they get into hell because I, I was like fucking terrified because i even told josh I'm like i'm sitting there i'm like i don't like it i don't like it i don't like it i don't right. like it and he's just like he's like do you want to leave i'm like i will not be beaten by a fucking movie now <laughs> i'll <laughs> take this bitch down with me and then, like, I watched it, and as soon as I get into hell, I'm like, oh, that's not how I picture hell at all, so that's not yeah. scary. Yeah, that works. Like, whereas I think with Paranormal, you never see the fucking demon. Yeah. You just see, like, the damage it causes, and it very slowly ramps up. 
that like it just fucking preyed on everything. It was yes. literally like, the thing I said about Batman, like Batman Begins, where I said like basically they opened up my head and were like, "Hey Pat, what type of Batman movie do you want to <laughs> yeah. see?" With that fucking movie, it was like, "Hey Pat, what will scare the living shit out of you?" <laughs> like, and it was like, <laughs> "Boy, do I got a treat for you." <laughs> uh, I'm I'm similar, except it has nothing to do with demons. It has all to do with the mysterious, which is why it's so weird that The Exorcist scares me so bad because all of the other things that push me past my comfort limit with fear are the um so mike myers terrifies me because he michael, is michael myers, michael myers sorry mike myers austin powers <laughs> i mean his late later on movies got kind of scary and how bad they were i guess some people could like cower in fear from the love guru I um, would, yes. <laughs> so the, his thing that scares me is obviously like you know nothing well until as time went on you know nothing about this guy at all like he killed his sister that now no, nothing and then he's back to murder everyone oh my god what's going on he doesn't talk he doesn't move fast like that's terrifying to me jaws you don't actually see jaws until or see bruce until much later huh that and, wasn't uh, meant to be a thing though that was it was meant you were meant to see him made yeah, way more often but the, but the animatronic was busted <laughs> yeah it's wonderful that's hey most of the best things in life came from accidents uh, ooh, we'll do a whole thing about that because education did a science one, so I'll look up all sorts of different things. Anyways, um, so the fact that The Exorcist is, is the exact opposite. So modern scary movies suck because they show you and tell you everything about the bad guy. Not all of them. Don't, I was say, don't be that guy. Don't they be like show that you, man. Like, I don't <laughs> like this rap music. <laughs> they, <laughs> they show you in everything and give you most of the details but not in any sort of consistent way like so like the first thing that came to mind was a scary movie um where the cell phone rang and you it was like the ring but with the cell phone that movie sucked so bad no 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 okay the american version did okay yeah japanese version did not oh i'm sure i japan i own the original japanese version and i actually had it before it was like a thing because i used to get all my boot because basically back before like piracy was really a thing that i was doing um like Everything I got was all like bootlegs from overseas. And most of the time, I didn't realize how lucky I was till later. Um, they would be like American, like or English um, menus and stuff. I think they knew their audience. Um, and then I ended up, I, got, I was actually telling a story the other day to Sergey at work. And I was just like, I one time got this one guy where I got a, a copy of Nightwatch, this Russian uh, action horror movie. And uh, I don't know how to say it because I'm not. I don't speak Japanese. Uh, yeah, I don't. But uh, Cairo, basically the original version of Pulse. Okay. And both of which I got, and they didn't have uh, English menus, and both of which took me like 20 minutes to figure out how to fucking put the subtitles on. But it was, it was really so cool. good that you did. Oh, yeah, totally. But well, no, as I'm saying, like, don't be that, because as I'm saying, like, there's there have been good horror films the last couple years. Like, Goodnight Mommy was good. Babadook was good. The Babadook Hush was, was alright. I liked Babadook. Um, but okay, so let's say this. From about... The early to the mid- late 2000s was when those type of movies that I'm talking about came out that I didn't really like. So, I don't like how blatant they are with the bad guy, but it's not like in an intimidating sort of way. It's more in like a jump scare sort of way, and that doesn't appeal to me. Whereas The Exorcist is like, here is this whole, whole buddy. Here is the demon in the little girl sitting there just talking. And that is so unnerving to me i'm like no 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 go hide behind a corner and jump out and scare someone don't just sit there and tell me what you're gonna do i can't oh buddy okay which leads me to a question before we continue with the quiz kevin smith and andy mccalfrish co-hosted a serious xm show one time because they were filling in for their friends and continually through as you know how kevin smith is in podcasts if he finds a joke he likes he runs with it through the rest of that episode he said and continued it on i'm gonna ask you what you think when when 
when, when the demon Pazuzu, 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 is it a B or P? It's a P. Pazuzu tells Father Karras that his mother sucks cocks in hell. Do you think he was being honest? Did she actually, like, is his mother actually down there in hell because she was a bad person or is he playing with him? I, I mean, he was just, it's, it's, it's a demon manipulating. It's not reality. Hey, he could manipulate with truth. He could scare you. He could tell you something that's real knowing that it's going to turn you a certain way. I honestly, you're asking my opinion. I'm okay. telling you, I, I, okay. I, that's my feeling on Fair it. Fair enough. I just, I thought it was worth talking. Okay, continuing with the quiz now. Enough okay. sidetrack. Rachel Keller. Oh, fuck. I actually know that, but it's, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, you know this one. Oh, yeah, you do. Woo. Oh, fuck. Give me a, like, give me a direction. So I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, within the last 15 years, 20, 20 years, within the last 20 years, and, uh, I don't, that's too big of a hint to give you the next one. Um, uh, singular, no, that's not a good one either. I'll just give you the hint that might give it away. They're remaking it, like, like I think this year or next year it comes out. That doesn't help me. Kind of they, they remake everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 but this one's been on, like, this one's been publicized. That's why it popped into my head. Like, it's all over Facebook and bullony. Not American Werewolf, because. Nope. Oh, my God, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. Yeah, no, Max Landis is doing that. I'm stoked for that. Ah. Hey. Fuck. Hey. hey. Oh, the ring. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was pointing at my wedding ring and trying to... <laughs> uh, okay, next. Well, Sam... No, no, they, oh. they, they're not remaking it. They already... Like, they didn't remake it. They did, like, a sequel. Yeah, they uh, did The Ring 2, yeah. and I think they did another one. But no, no, the no, one... They did, like, no, they did a sequel, like, a, like a fucking couple months ago. It was Rings. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Sam Loomis. We already did Sam Loomis. That's from fucking Halloween. No, no, no. That was something else. Hold on. I'll remember. Oh, Samuel Loomis. This is Sam Loomis. Different movie. Oh, it's the psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, good good knowledge. I wouldn't have. No- yeah, nice catch. Nice catch. Good on you, Pat. I'm real proud of you. Uh, Annie Brackett. Uh, that's Halloween as well, yeah. That is Halloween as well. Oh, come on. Hannibal Lecter. Sounds a lamb. No, it's from and, the movie Hannibal. No, no, no. And Hannibal Rising. <laughs> no, I ain't playing that nonsense. Uh, all right. Annie Wilkes. Uh, yeah, you know this misery, one. Misery, yep. misery, misery, misery. Nice, nice, nice. Dick Halloran. 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 Uh, that's uh that's that's the shining yep yep uh how many is there gosh there's a lot <laughs> uh glenn lance that one i have no fucking idea uh i want to give you a hint you got um, one i so i'm bad with hints because i just want to like the the only hints that come into mind are literally just giving away the answer uh the he okay so long series of movies like the ones we've talked about uh but this the actor who played this character only starred in the very first one, and he died in a very famous scene. It was one of his first acting roles. Wait, who is the actor? Well, if, if I give you the actor, you'll instantly you, you'll you'll nail it. Uh, uh, the actor he's never won an Oscar. Good to, that doesn't good to say know. anything at good all. Good to know. He's recently gone through a very intense divorce that's costing him a lot of money. Um, 
Well, now I'm giving you clues towards the actor, and that's just going to lead you back to clues towards the other thing. This is just, just becoming just give a mess. me whatever the fuck it is. Uh, I'll, no, I'll just tell you the actor. It's Johnny Depp. Oh. Oh, wait. His last name was Lance? Yeah, Glenn, Glenn Lance. I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah, Glenn Nightmare on Elm Street. I didn't know he had a last name, yeah, but got fair pulled, enough. Yeah. Got pulled through the bed. Real good, yeah. real good. Lorraine Warren. That one, fuck. It's a it's a new scary movie. It was like deemed like the scariest movie of the past thirty years, and oh shit, it, people can't even see it in the theaters. That I have no fucking idea. The Conjuring. Oh yeah, I I saw The Conjuring. The Conjuring was kind of like my thing with uh, The Exorcist, where like I saw it and I like I liked it okay, but I didn't. I've never like been like, yeah, just yeah, like I haven't seen it. I'm not really interested. Um, it's fine i mean like it's like if you okay if you have like if if it's an option and like you have like no you don't have anything any other quality options it's not Uh bad like it's just like of james wan's movies it's probably his best but it's not like really a high bar but i'll watch it uh derry jenner oh okay kevin smith uses this actor a lot I don't fucking know. Uh, he uh, let's just say he hasn't had necessarily a ton of amazing performances. <laughs> like I think he's a great actor. I absolutely love him. But uh, are you about Ben Affleck? No. Oh, okay. He, he's he's been in Yoga Hosers. He was in Tusk. He was in. Uh, uh, Ralph Garman. No, Ralph Garman was in Tusk. Nice. Yeah. No, he wasn't actually good. Player. Oh, okay. Michael Parks isn't who you're talking about because Michael Parks is amazing. No. Who the fuck? Dari Jenner. Dari Jenner. I had no idea. Jeepers Creepers. It's Justin Long. Oh, or, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Justin Long. I love him. But honestly, outside of his like mostly comedic roles or, or like this, Jeepers Creepers, he was good in that. He doesn't have like those, you know, A, a grade level performances. What's well, because he's not really, he's not really, they're not casting him. Yeah, like, he doesn't go, he, I mean, maybe he does go for it, but yeah, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. I think he's great, but he's just a, he's, he, he's charming. He's so charming. Yeah, no, uh, I forgot, actually, uh, I forgot their fucking character names. If you just said, like, the brother and sister movie, I would have been like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus Creepers. Creepers? No, okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, Pamela Voorhees, come on. Uh, Sally Hard. oh, Friday the 13th, for those who don't know. Uh, yeah. Sally Hardesty? Hardesty. Hardesty? That's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. Nancy Thompson. That's uh that's Never Elm Street. Yep. Jack Burrell. Oh. Kevin Bacon. Oh, Friday thirteenth. <laughs> I didn't mean to give it away, but it just shocked me <laughs> to see Kevin Bacon. So Michael Myers, whatever. That's Halloween. Jill Johnson. That's such a oh. fucking random fucking <laughs> choice. Uh, Black Christmas? I don't fucking know. No, the call's coming from inside the house. That is Black Christmas, but um, also, uh, it's also When a Stranger Calls. When a Stranger Calls, yep, yep. Carol, this is the last one, Carol Ann Freeling. Poltergeist, duh. Yeah, Carol, okay, that was easy. Easy way to round it out. Okay, next order of business. Next on the to question Patrick about list. So, and you have to answer this. Promise me you're going to answer this. Look me in my eyes. Promise it. I promise. Yes. Okay. What's more awkward, to give a hand job to a guy or get a hand job from a guy? Uh, it was more awkward, like for you, for, just for to have it happen. Uh, I mean, I feel like awkward would be giving the hand job. Really? <laughs> like, just like, 
I'm sorry about this. This is something I didn't mean to happen. I don't know how we've arrived at this point in my life. It's just <laughs> one thing led to another. I got into some bad, di- some bad g- gambles. You know, it's just like I, no. like I feel like getting it, I could probably try to disappear into it and just be See, like, just close my eyes and pretend. Whereas like giving it, I'd be like, I have to like focus. I'm just like, all right, uh, this- I couldn't <laughs> do it. Just the the hands are generally bigger, and like maybe it's a hard working guy, so he's got calluses on his palms. I don't want you touching my thing, man. And I can't take my head out of it once I've seen it. Like I know it's happening. I can't. I just. Oh, I'm getting anxiety just thinking about it. But given it, it's just like you show up, you do your job, you go home. Have a good day. You know how to do it. You do it to yourself plenty. I do it to myself plenty. It's like, okay, this is only going to take like roughly three to four minutes. Let me just get this over with. Boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, whatever makes you – I'm just saying, like for me personally, that would – yeah, no. (laughs) Okay, and this leads me into arguably the reason I got the most pissed at work I've ever gotten because these fuckers only watch – yeah, I'm going there right now. Only watch movies, and even on top of that, only watch recent movies. Who is smarter, Batman or Iron Man? Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark? I we I already told you this, but Batman because uh, Tony Stark is a genius, yes, but like he he can design anything, he can make anything. Whereas Batman is a genius, can design anything, can make anything, and also is the world's greatest detective. Yeah. So and not mm. uh, even more than that, he's a freaking genius level chemist he's a and biologist like the dude so so we got in the argument and this was pissing me off i was like yes tony stark is an absurdly good engineer he's and 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 tech uh, uh guru like obviously he created jarvis and all that but that's he's kind of one-dimensional in his intelligence in that way sure that yes he's smarter than that he's very strategic stuff like that but really like that's where his focus is whereas batman literally anything any challenge him in any way and he's going to find how to best you and be smarter and be better than you he designs and i don't know what he's built but i know he's designed a lot of his own gadgets and shit that he the batmobile yeah but did he build it or because ever they just keep going lucius fox lucius fox i was like yes the nolan verse used that heavily but yes well i mean i feel like I don't know. When I was a kid, it was always kind of implied he built all the shit himself. Yeah. But then, yes, there's also been times where been like, well, clearly Lucius Fox. So yes, I can't say for sure, but I mean, I definitely he was involved in the design of it. But yeah, like definitely everything that he uses, like the suits and like, I mean, yeah. wasn't like if you make if you fall that rabbit hole and it's just like fucking everything you could say Lucius Fox is doing. Yeah. I always fucking felt it was always Bruce different stuff he couldn't fabricate but yeah. i mean like other than that i always felt it was mostly bruce and, that was the implication yeah he's the world's greatest detective he uses all these gadgets over and over again he has memorized and mastered over a hundred and something different martial arts that's its own form of wisdom intelligence whatever i i to me there was absolutely no contest but everyone at work just kept going are you kidding me? Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. I was like, I'm not talking about him. Like, that character was irrelevant before 2008. No one gave two shits about Iron Man. That's actually not 100% true. My brother fucking loved Iron okay. Man. <laughs> one person was head over heels with Iron Man, but his his shows never took off, never did anything. He was like... It's like the Iron Man cartoon. It was weak. Sauce comparatively. Well, comparatively, uh, yes, but I mean... So that's what I'm saying. He's nothing. Whereas Batman is dc for a lot of people like it's like now iron man is marvel and i get that but that's just now batman's been around since the 40s like shut i got so mad dude i got so mad Ugh. Batman's been around since the 30s 
No, oh. no, you're right with the 40s. You're right, I think. Like, I was just, oh, man. And then they kept going on about why Marvel's so much better than DC, but the only, the loudest person of that has literally never read a comic book in his life, refuses to watch the DC movies, and only watches Marvel movies. I was like, so... A, you have no sample size. B, you refuse to give yourself a sample size. And C, shut your mouth. You don't know what you're talking about. So that's the thing. That's why, like, you are the one that's like, are, like, like literally, there's people at work who, like, I will literally hear them spouting out bullshit they read on the internet mm-hmm. and literally just ignore them and keep walking. And, like, nah, so I'm just like, I ain't yeah. about that life. I mean, if, if it makes you happy to believe that and to, like, try to make other people believe that, that's fine, but you're wrong. So <laughs> enjoy, wrong enjoy that. Um, oh man, I was just so, woo. And then I, there was one guy at work who I talked to today and I just realized he's a comic book fan for the first time and I'm trying, I still don't consider myself knowledgeable in, in the sense I've picked up a lot from you. I've picked up a lot from my internet searches whenever I ask you something and I go, hold on, let me Wikipedia. And I have started reading a lot more, but I still don't consider myself on that level. So he knows quite a bit. And he brought up the, um, in the new 52 Batman, the chair that he stole. Oh, Metron's chair? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair. yeah, he's yeah. Like, that, he, that... he sits in that. It'll tell him anything he wants. Whatever he hears, he remembers. Batman's that guy. Like, So in that sense, now he's literally the most intelligent person in the world. Well, I mean, in that case, I don't know that that's really... I don't know if he could really re- retain all of that because sitting in Metron's chair, that's like basically having God knowledge. Yeah, and like, yeah. I feel like it would be like the fucking end of... Uh, Indiana Jones 4, if he tried to step off the chair and keep it all, be like, ah! <laughs> well, no, he wouldn't be able to keep it all, but whatever he requested, he keeps. So, yes. like, that he would... So, if he... If you, again, no, 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 that's challenged how, that's how he him... That's how he found out about the whole... The three the, jokers. Yeah, the joker thing. So, if you challenged him on something, he's going to find out and be better than you. So, I I didn't understand why people were, couldn't wrap it... They all just kept saying all he is is his money. And I was like, he became Batman without his money. He became Batman saying, separately. Gonna... If you're going to argue that, then fucking Tony Stark is the same fucking situation. Yeah, nothing like, well, he'd still build it. It's like, yeah, where he, the sh- where would he get a hold of the materials? Yeah, he couldn't. Say, he, built, he built a piece of shit Iron Man suit in the fucking, like, yeah. cave. Literally any mean, other Superman would have, or uh, superhero would take that shitty suit out. Well, I was like, fucking, like, Batman, like, if you read, like, Zero Year, there's a point where he's basically only wearing pants and a mask, and, like, he's still fucking Batman. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, like, he, yeah, it was, abs- so I got... Oh man, I was I was on edge and I couldn't I couldn't breathe. Oh, I was so stressed out. But yeah, I was like, I mean, Tony Stark built the Iron Man suit, but fucking Bruce Wayne built the fucking Batman Beyond suit. So yeah, which is <laughs> almost an Iron Man suit. Yes. So that's fair. Or or the suit he used to fight against Superman. That that whole that whole get up the he armor. built himself. Yeah. So, yeah, if you don't have to fuck those guys, Patrick. I don't have time for those guys. Ah, oh, sons of bitches. Which leads me into my next discussion. It's not um, anything they had going on. It was just a really awesome Ricky Gervais interview with Stephen Colbert. Did you see the one? It was on YouTube. You probably, I know you don't watch the show, but Stephen Colbert's talk show, he goes on and talks about why uh, it's okay that he doesn't believe in God. No, I mean, I've heard about it, but no, I haven't seen it. So it was awesome. It was it just basically gives you a good argument for people who are like, how could you not believe in God? It, it won't convince anyone necessarily, but it'll just help like solidify them going, okay, you believe that. So his first one was, there's 3,000, roughly, 3,000 gods that we know of throughout time that have been worshipped or created or whatever in some way, shape, or form. You believe in one, I believe in zero. 
I only believe in one less than you. I'm only denying one less God than you, okay? You deny 299,000, I deny 3,000. Not a very big spread. If you're a betting man, those are pretty close odds to each other. So that was one thing, and I thought that was a good point. That's, I never had. I've always said um, that I refuse to de- like to deny what other people believe in. So I will either happily believe in everything everyone believes in and just be like, "That's cool. I'm happy. You're all happy." Or I will deny all of you to the bone. It's not cool to just pick one and be like, "This is the best." Yeah, th- this one. Yo. Well, no, that's my whole thing. Is like I was like I was raised Catholic, so I can't like completely shake it. So I'm I'm considered myself agnostic. Yeah, but it's like my whole thing is it's kind of like to go back to the Kevin Smith thing. Like a big, I feel like it was actually kind of perfect timing in my life because like when I first started kind of having the crisis of faith that I had um, was kind of around the time the Dogma came out. Oh, so good. And like um, there's like the bit when um, when Chris Rock's character Rufus is like basically because the girl uh the last science explaining um like basically her beliefs or whatever and he's just like and she's like you don't think it's good to have beliefs she's like i think it's better to have ideas like people like kill for beliefs like people die for beliefs like yeah. it's like it's like, you can change an idea changing a belief is trickier that's my whole thing is i'm like i like, i have a friend who's like uh she's pagan and like she believes and all this stuff that to me is like fucking insane but at the same time it's just like i don't think catholicism is insane i think every fucking religion yeah. is some because i yeah. looked into all of them when i was a kid like when i was having the christ of faith like i looked into everything it's like something it's funny it was like one time i can't if i told the story on here i don't know if i told you the story um the couple of mormons came to my house mm. and um i actually um uh, ended up sitting on my porch talking to them for like at least an hour because i felt bad because my neighbor pulled a gun on them oh <laughs> and um and like at the end of the conversation, they were like, "You know more about this than we do." And I was just like, "Yeah," because like I was like, "A, I mean, not to like toot my own horn, but like I'm pretty fucking intelligent, and B, I have a nearly eidetic memory. So like when I fucking went through everything, I was like, kind of like, okay, well this makes sense, but this doesn't. This makes sense, but this doesn't. Till I finally get to the point where I'm like, okay, so none of this makes sense. Like, there is, like, <laughs> I was like, so maybe there's something because everybody seems to believe in the like that there's something bigger. Yeah. But like none of them have it right. So perhaps I should just kind of be like, well, let's just take the parts that work and just kind of like focus on that. Yeah. Because I was just like, that's my whole thing. So I'm like, I'm Mostly not going to say slavery you're wrong. stuff. Well, it's like, it was even just like, cause they were like, there's like Justin constantly like fucking like such an asshole about it. Well, and I was like, you don't know for sure. Yeah. You, you have a pretty good idea, but you yeah. don't know for fucking sure. Yeah. And like, what if like you turn For all we wrong. know, we're a goddamn computer simulation because that theory is very interesting and absolutely terrifying to me. I All forms of human life being creative and going away, I'm cool with. But the idea, because we can create uh sustainable uh uh what do you call them Com- it's like i'm of oh, the word computer is all i'm using but uh virtual sorry we can co- we can create sustainable virtual worlds that will survive on their own and they have their own thoughts and lives and move on about their lives in their own way that's terrifying someone could be doing that and we could be that program oh, that's the only one that scares me everything else is cool with me Okay, but anyway, I mean, sorry. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so let's move Go on a second. So his second point, which I thought was even better, his second point was one that you can use to, uh, in any way that you want, was that if you took 
every single and this is only this this stand viewpoint only stands with an atheist obviously someone who believes in any of their gods will tell you that no that god would come back if you took every human on the planet wiped their memory and deleted all forms of uh, uh information that we've created someone would the the gods the religions would be completely different someone starts them someone creates them Whereas the science would come back exactly as it was. I mean, there's someone would discover gravity, and there's only one way to measure that. There's only one way to measure shit, which is what science is. So science will come back again and again, whereas religion will never stop changing. Well, that's the thing. Is it like the other thing that like Kevin Smith thing was like where he had mentioned? I think it was when he was making Dogma, and like he had been dealing with his own like crisis of faith, whatever. And he was like, the point that he made that kind of like it kind of fucked me up, if you will was um when he was saying um basically if you look at mythology that at one point this was all like people believe this is like the truth of like gods and blah blah yeah and like now we read it as just fiction stories like at one point at what point do we like at a certain point do people start reading these stories as just fiction well there's yeah. another and that thing is like like egyptian gods and stuff like that where you're just exactly. like oh well, or greek greek is the best one because we use greek gods in everything exactly that's yeah. what i was saying because it's like basically like yeah fucking clash of titans like there's a time people thought that shit was all like that was that was gods like yeah. Yeah, yeah. man olympus and zeus and all that shit and now we just read it as like, and we make fucking blockbusters about it. And it's just like, we didn't yeah. say we don't make blockbusters about well. Jesus because Passion of Christ <laughs> and they have a trillion dollars. Yeah, there's been a but, handful of them. But, um, but yeah, like that's the whole thing is just like, at what point do you kind of acknowledge that it's all stories? Like it's all whatever. And so I'm not saying that, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like in the end, like, I don't know that if, like the singular idea of God, because I don't really believe in the dogma of, christianity but like if there is like the fucking like like the way kind of the Taoists believe like kind of like almost like a force situation mm -hmm. yeah i was like that i can i can be down I can with get that. behind that, that i can roll with yeah, that. that 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 makes some degree of sense to me i can live with that yeah i don't know it's absurd i think it's wonderful but i just that whole i watched that it's only a three minutes long i watched it a handful of times because i was just like wow that and the way ricky ricky gervais is being so careful not to like be an asshole which is because he he can be pretty crass and offensive sometimes it almost looks like he's nervous but then when he explains it everyone like you hear like the the crowd be like oh and you hear like the atheist clapping and all that bullshit but then you it kind of sinks in i just thought it was great you should watch it it's cool it's cool indeed um which leads me into the very last thing before we play our games talking with friends at work i don't have anything that i find too offensive to joke about at all and i'll explain more in a minute do you uh i mean i've made jokes about things you shouldn't joke about <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you like, constantly tell me i'm a rapist there's definitely <laughs> things you shouldn't joke about that you still do um i mean i don't know if there's like a bound i mean there's there there is like kind of too soon times like i, I'll I like... think what it is for me is situation so the, so i'll explain at work one of my friends. I read like the 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 Patriots thing. No, fuck that guy. <laughs> okay, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, Aaron Hernandez hung himself after being acquitted of, or not being acquitted, being found uh, innocent of a double murder. He's still that serving. Acquitted. That's what acquitted means. Yeah. Okay. He's still serving life for the murder he did originally, which he got found guilty of. So no matter what, he was serving life in prison. 
but he got found acquitted or he got acquitted so he was off the hook for at least those two murders and then this morning he hangs himself people at work were kind they weren't like bummed by any means but they were like oh shit i was like oh yeah the millionaire murderer decided to take his own life let's all feel really bad are you kidding oh no i don't share a single bit of sympathy for that man i don't i don't even like the term rest in peace i don't give two shits that's the thing is like i have a friend who was just like basically about like um like his family like yeah, i feel for his family like that's unfortunate that's but I was separate. Just like yeah i'm not gonna exactly. say rest in peace like, to him so that his daughter can find peace like no i i hope the best for her and anything but who cares about this guy nobody should anymore and they're like, well, now the baby won't won't grow up with a dad, and she's gonna miss him and whatever. It's like, okay, so when she's old enough to understand, be like, yeah, your dad was a murderer. Stop missing him. Okay, cool. End of story. I know it's not that simple. I know it's not that simple. But you don't raise like you know how grandparents when when someone raises up without parents, and it's it's like you know your dad died in a car crash. You raise them with he was a great man. You know we miss him. We think about him every day. All that shit. You don't say that kind of shit to that girl. You don't be like, oh, we miss your father. He was a great guy. Just don't talk about him. That guy is not, uh, his name doesn't need to be said again. I mean, in fairness, though, I mean, that one's, that's, that's tough. It's like the whole thing that I've said before, where just like, I, I mean, I'm still a Chris Benoit fan, even though like his yeah, life that's... ended in the most horrible possible way. But uh, His and those around him. Yes. Yes. So no one should ever be his fan, but that's a separate thing. Well, no, I'm saying I'm a fan of his work. I'm not a fan of Crispin Wall the man. I'm a fan of Crispin Wall the wrestler. It's <laughs> it's it's a dicey situation. But it's unfortunate that he didn't use a fake name. Basically, I'm just like I'm a fan of the Pegasus Kid as a wrestler. I'm not a fan <laughs> of fucking of Crispin Wall as a human being. If <laughs> okay, fine, I'll give you that one. But his name, the fact that he kept his name for wrestling, makes it harder to be on your side with that one. But the reason why I'm saying that at work, we were joking about something. I don't remember what, uh, and. I, they said like some then we said something else it was like we joke for example we joked about the holocaust and then we joked about uh let's say 9-11 and they're like oh you can't joke about that I'm like how on earth can you make that dis- like can you choose to say that yeah the holocaust which is way worse by the way regardless of how patriotic you are way worse is okay to laugh about but 9-11 is like oh, oh buddy don't touch that so what i said was Yes, stuff can be situational. First, so for example, there's a transgendered person at our work. She's awesome. I, I like her. I mean, her. there's issues we have with her, but those are work-related. As a person, she's fine. Don't make transgender jokes to her. Obviously, that's fucked up. But that doesn't mean you can't joke. That doesn't mean, like, for till the end of time, I can never joke about that again. Because for me to rule one thing out is being completely disrespectful to everything else that I do joke about. To laugh at the Kennedy assassination, but then say the Lincoln assassination is not something to joke about. Like, you can't separate those things because you're just being super disrespectful to the one that you are laughing at. What you're the being. Fuck jokes that have been made about either of those assassinations. I've been uh, known to make a few. No, there's been a ton of jokes about those, and they're always pretty good. Like the Lincoln one, where they talk about, like, uh, whitest kids you know. Have you ever watched that skit show? Like a forever ago, I watched they, a couple episodes. They do a funny one where Abraham Lincoln's just like chastising the group. Basically, he's just being super disrespectful to the people, the actors. So he dies because of it. So like, there's jokes made about that. But even something like that, where if I'm willing to make a rape joke, like we do sometimes, I can't say that an abortion joke is too far because it, it completely 
delegitimizes one of the two things and just says it's it's a complete joke and fuck it. That's not nice. That, I mean, that's not cool. It's not cool. So in that respect, situationally, yes, you don't joke about the Holocaust to a Holocaust survivor. But you it matters. St- I don't really joke at the Holocaust. Period. <laughs> I do. I do quite a bit. It's a funny. It's a funny thing. You're a fucked up human being. And that's I'm not denying that. But what I'm saying is I'll make a joke about anything. I don't mind. But people at work had their things that they were like, yeah, I'm not willing to joke about this. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if Patrick has any. No, I mean, there's nothing in particular. Just like, I mean, there's some things where I'm just like, okay, that that's fucked up. Like, it's not like, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't like yell at you and be like, what the fuck is the matter with you? I'd be like, I'd be like I mean, that that's fucking, little, that's, too that's far, horrible man. what you're saying right now. A little, <laughs> like, a little too far. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, no, like, there's no, like, there's nothing where I'm just, like, absolutely not, like, I mean, like, I don't, there's things, as I say, like, I wouldn't really joke with the Holocaust and 11, so I'm just, like, I don't fucking think they're funny, but I mean, like, there's nothing to say, like, that well, you the, okay, make a joke yeah, that I think is funny. The events aren't funny, that's not well, no, what I'm, I'm saying, saying, like, oh, all I those understand. people died, that's so great. No, I'm not saying that. But when you make the silly, like, uh, man, all that's coming to mind are Holocaust jokes, I should probably not make any more jokes about that. That's all that's popping into my head, though. But like, or racist jokes. Okay, that's another one. Like super racist jokes that happen all the time. I still I think they're funny. I hate that shit. I, really I still don't. think they're funny. I can't. I can't shake it. I can't do I, it. Like, I never liked that shit. Like it's like I won't like fucking again. I mean, it's not something where I'll necessarily yell at you, but it's like I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Like, but to be fair, the amount of the times you sigh and lean to the side at things I say, really, the it's hard to tell what the actual intent is behind it. Okay, I just get it on the regular basis. <laughs> well, it's like what well, it's like um, like when I first like before I like knew you that well. And like I often say Viacon Dios because I've been saying this is a soft point for oh, yeah, yeah. And like I said like Viacon Dios to you and you're like, you say that because I'm Mexican? I'm like, you're not Mexican. And you're like, yes, I am. I'm just like, I don't fucking think that's true. <laughs> and then like I put like you show me a picture of your mom, I'm like, oh, all right, fair enough. Um, but yeah, like oh, I I mean whatever. Like I think it's funny. You, you can make whatever the fuck funny. jokes you want, it's fine. It's just yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I'm saying like I'll I I will occasionally be like, what the fuck? But like I've never like you're gonna yell at anybody for a fucking joke because i mean like unless it's like really fucking bad like if it's like really to the extent where i'm just like what the fuck is wrong with you it was it's like especially when a lot of bad things happened like after um a lot of the celebrity deaths last year immediately following them there's some stupid ass joke so for example the aaron hernandez one he died this morning at 4 a.m at 6 a.m on my Facebook feed is uh, it's from some movie. It's a baseball guy saying "Gone forever," like as if he hit a home run, and then it says Aaron Hernandez. I was like, "Wow, that was quick!" Like, <laughs> obviously that didn't affect me. I don't care about that guy, but to some people, the sympathizers, they're like, "Wow, that was really soon." It's it's just it doesn't matter if you tell me it now or ten years from now. It's the same joke to the same guy to the same incident. Like, I it, fair enough. Yeah, what do you I... want from me? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it is what it is. Like, I mean, like, if I if I'm ever actually like offended, I will make it very clear. But like, yeah. most of the time, it's, I don't really don't care. Like, it's like whatever. Like, I mean, because generally, it's like people that I know, I know like where like they're kind of they're like the boundaries, are, and they know where my boundaries. So it's like whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's like, it's like here. If I'm gonna, get, I mean, we one thing like I actually, I will amend by saying like if it's people that I don't know and I hear something really horrible coming out of their fucking mouth, usually like it's like it's like fucking like a Holocaust joke, a racist yeah. joke, whatever. Oh, you will not be. You you will. Yeah, hear but the again, LA, that's the, again uh, that's situational. Like you don't make you don't do that kind of shit around someone you don't know because they don't know. My humor is obviously pretty fucked up sometimes. It can get a little far. So 
you understand that and you hear my jokes and you either laugh or you kind of do your like p- push me off thing and that's fine someone who doesn't know me though could think that i'm actually being racist that's why situational is way more important than the content way more important than the content um, i don't know what i was going with that but okay that's it that's all the stuff that i've been talking about lately in my normal life that i haven't gotten to share with you and now we have. it was perfect so <laughs> Let's move on to famous movie pairs. We're going to rattle three of these off quick, starting with Rush Hour. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Oh, God. You're Who's Jackie? Chris Tucker. <laughs> you I'm know Chris Chan. Tucker. Of course. I love singing Michael Jackson. I'm more ethnic than you, which kind of gives me a, a black card. I've got two black God yeah, whoa, babies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Boom. In fairness, they're both ethnic, ethnic jackass. Like neither of them are yeah, white. <laughs> but the Asian skin is lighter and that's just, that's just how it goes. I'm a very black and white kind of guy. There's no in between. There's no in between. Wow. Ah, uh, pushing buttons, pushing buttons. Yeah. There's no debate. I'm Chris Tucker and you're Jackie Chan. Uh, moving on. Who's who? Adam Savage and Jamie Heineman from the Mythbusters. I've literally seen Mythbusters like once. Yeah, well, so I have you no know. fucking idea. <laughs> uh, you're Jamie and I'm Adam. Adam's sure. uh, goofy, quirky, and distracting. Jamie is uh, goofy, determined, and slightly more of a of a of a scowl. Slightly more. Slightly more scowl. Literally, all I know about the Mythbusters recently is the beginning of uh, Wrestling Isn't Wrestling, like Max Lennis's short, when they're like, whenever you say you like wrestling, you immediately hear this. And it's the two Mythbusters guys. And it's just like, they're like, you know, it's fake, right? <laughs> and like, I don't know which one's which, but like, yeah. Uh, Jamie's the one with the walrus mustache. Adam's the redheaded glasses wearing oh they both wear glasses remember i wanted to see adam savage at comic-con really bad, no, no, I, yeah i know i remember that i'm saying i don't, yeah. I don't know what the fuck the difference is he, so. he's awesome he's just a goofball and jamie's silly too but he's a little bit more serious just a touch more all right uh so those two are clear cut that was easy <laughs> who's who andre 3000 and big boy <laughs> I guess you're Andre. Ah, you come on. Yeah, there's no debate. I'm totally Andre 3000. I'm Hey Ya, and you're, I don't even remember the song that was on Big Boy's out part of. But, 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 but I will say that the underrated thing about Outkast is that people don't grasp the reason that Andre 3000, really that neither of them have had really successful solo careers, Mm -hmm. even when they did like their solo records, Mm -hmm. is because like without Big Boy grounding Andre, Andre is fucking over the top. Yeah, and without fucking um, basically having kind of big Andre to be like, yeah, like basically to be the guy who like brings you in, mm-hmm. like Big Boy's got nothing. Yeah, so it's like that. That's that. That that's a team that gets that doesn't get enough credit for being a team. No, like, they're, there... they're one of the greatest hip hop. I wouldn't even say duos, like hip hop groups of all time. They're amazing. Yeah. People play on them like, oh yeah. Well, obviously they reference Hey Ya now, but uh, like so fresh and so clean, and you're like, they're way more than that. They're way saying... more than that. I've liked them since Equimini, so like, so yes, like they, they fucking like, yeah, no, like that. That's they're like a perfect some Outcast music soon. I might have to get some more fresh Outcast in my life. Equimini is fucking amazing. Like that's that's like their kind Bones of break over Isn't that all that's that one? The, no, that's, that's the next that's one. The one that follows it, yeah. Uh, that's a good song. Equimini is the one that has Rosa Parks on it. Oh, 
Black, 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 black. I just like the way the song starts. I just really, it's a, it's a fine song. I just really like the way he just says black, a lack, a lack, a lot in the beginning, and it made me feel good. All right, who would win in a fight? Famous movies, Paris was easy. That was simple. All of them were pretty. In fairness, they were not in film, but all right, fair enough. Oh yeah. Famous pairs. <laughs> Hold on. I've got to go to my Google Keep and Erase movie. There we go. Famous pairs. Done. Out the way. All right. Who would win in a fight? Another should be should be easy to move on. Just on for the sake of we just having talk about it, and I want to hear you say it one more time. Iron Man versus Batman. In a fight? Obviously Batman. <laughs> like, Batman, hands down. Shit. Yeah. Even Batman without a lot of his gadgets would just punch that suit off of Iron Man. What's the thing? He's like, if you make it like Bruce versus Tony, like that's not even a fucking, that's, that's, that's just an ass kicking. Yeah. Like yeah. if you make it Batman versus Iron Man, like that's, that's a fairer fight. But it's like, whenever you say anyone versus Batman, you always have to kind of acknowledge that before walking into this fight, Bruce has somehow managed to analyze literally every part of it. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if it takes like 10 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever. He's, he's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even want to give that any sort of like, oh, out of a hundred times this or that. It's just Batman. Yes. It's just Batman. Uh, all right. Who would win in a fight? Stitch versus a xenomorph. Xenomorph would rip Stitch to shreds. Like, oh, are you kidding me, sir? They're, literally, their only job is to be killing machines. That's why yeah. the entire plot of every Alien movie after Alien has basically been... Actually, no, even Alien was because they were like, we need these killing machines to be our soldiers because they'll just literally just kill everything if we just put them on a thing. Not realizing that in order to get the things that kill everything, they're probably going to get killed doing it. <laughs> so, like, yeah, but Stitch is, is, has a superhuman strength. He's a very agile. He could just grab their hand or mouth and just rip it off. Yes, but all, I mean, that thing is like, also for one thing, the fucking xenomorphs don't really... If it's a, a single Xenomorph versus Stitch, like maybe, but even that, I'd still say Xenomorph. Xenomorph's job is basically like it. Literally, it's it's like kind of like um, if you if you remember in Jaws, like when um, I actually used this example recently, where um, um, Dreyfus's character mm -hmm. uh, Hooper, I'm trying to think of his name, um, what it like tells the marriage just like we're just like literally all it does is swim and eat and make little sharks. That's all it does. <laughs> like. With the exception of the queen alien, yeah, literally the regular xenomorphs literally only have the job of just eat. Like that's literally all they have. They just kill and eat, and like that's literally all they do. Like there is no like other directive. Yeah, no, like well, and like all, the fact that also a complete lack of emotion. Whereas Stitch clearly has emotion. Like basically they seem perpetually pissed off because they're literally just like fucking killing machines. But that's yeah. literally what they are. I mean they're basically like they're basically the closest thing compared to the xenomorphs to is basically doomsday. Like I feel like they are literally okay. like generations upon generations upon generations that have become the most elite like killing force in recorded history. Still no match for Sigourney Weaver. But I mean, no, yes, no one ever does. will be though. <laughs> Ripley does somehow have their number. I don't really understand it myself, but yeah. like... Which, yeah, the bad guys in the Defenders has to be the hand, right? It has to be. After Iron Fist, yeah, there's no way it isn't the I hand. have one episode left to go in Iron Fist before we talk hardcore about it. I planned on finishing it, and we were going to talk about it here, and then you said we'll put it off, so I was like, ah, I got no reason to finish finish it. Um, I'm excited to finish it. I kind of I like the show. It's, it's whatever. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Who would win in a fight? Oh, my God. These are all like... Okay, so... All of them except for one are like god level fights. Do you want me to just guess, get one of them out the way? Sure. All right. Who would win in a fight, Thanos versus Darkseid? 
We've already done this. <laughs> no, we haven't. Have we? Hold on. I'm pretty confident we have. <laughs> we might have. Let me look through. Because I, I, well, we've talked about Thanos versus someone, and then we talked about Dark Side, and then I said, and then I typed it in there together because I wanted to use it later. So I wouldn't be surprised if it had come up, but we haven't done an actual versus of it. Uh, I'm pretty sure we actually have done an actual versus of it. Well, um, no, because we did Dark Side versus Dormammu. This I remember it. We did Dark Side versus Dormammu, and as that went on, I said, "Well, what about someone like Thanos?" And then you and I don't remember what you said. No, I'm and then I typed it in, and I was because I said we would use it, or because in my mind I was like, "We'll use it later." Okay, whatever. Um, are we talking about like Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet and um, Dark Side with the Anti Life Equation, or just straight up brawl? Just without their accouchement i feel like i feel like with the infinity that's yeah no just straight up brawl just those two against each other because with those other two things it's just anarchy everyone's dead everything's over it doesn't matter i feel like if it's just a straight up brawl dark side wins um with the infinity gauntlet theoretically um thanos there's a reason that because the, the thing that like they actually point out i think it's in the infinity gauntlet story where like Thanos clearly his weakness is that he's conditioned to fail because with the Infinity Gauntlet he didn't even have to have a battle like the, the battle could just be like this yeah but the battle didn't even need to happen because if he wanted to with the Infinity Gauntlet he could just make them all not exist yeah it's a matter of he puts himself in a position where he can be beaten which means that it's something inside of him it's not the fucking gauntlet because with the gauntlet he could do anything that's yeah. the whole point yeah so that's the whole thing is like we're talking about like just straight up like fight i would say dark side because dark side is like fucking like kicked the living shit out of superman like and not in the nice way (laughs) (laughs) and not in the sweet way i'm gonna lay you down real sultry like like he broke that motherfucker like more than once so like i feel like i mean yes it takes like basically the entire fucking like marvel universe to take down thanos but still like in like if you think about like um most recently, like, um, what the hell? Oh, Civil War II, which was awful. Um, but, uh, like, it takes, like, their little team to take down Thanos. But they take down Thanos, basically. So, like... Wait, it, Thanos it, is a part of Civil War Two? The very, very beginning. Because um, oh, okay. the whole plot of Civil War Two is basically that, like, um, they find this inhuman kid who can supposedly, like, see the future or whatever. And... Um, so, like, they all go to, like, this place where, like, they know Thanos is going to be because the kid has told them whatever. And She-Hulk ends up dying and War Machine ends up dying in the fight, whatever. And it's kind of, like, becomes the whole thing of, like, but if they never win, like, whatever. It's, it's, it's all a fucking thing of, like... Is having Tony this information being, too godly? Exactly. Well, it's not just godly. It's just a matter of, like, would this have happened if you didn't go there? Like... Yeah. Where it's like that's like the whole thing. It's like basically that's why the end of the story, um, Ulysses the Inhuman like has a vision of uh, Miles Morales, uh, Spider Man, um, killing Captain America um, on the steps what? of the Capitol building, and the whole thing is basically the end of the book. Um, Miles goes to there, and like Cap ends up showing up, and the reason Miles went was basically to prove that it's not true like what the kid's seeing is just like it's a possibility but it's not gonna happen it's not a guarantee Miles yeah. won't do it exactly 
So it's like that's the whole thing of it. And then you kind of learn as like the story goes on that like his powers are actually completely different than thought they were, and that's why Carol's a fucking moron. But um, it's just it's a terrible book. It like it's it's the, the, my problem with every fucking thing that Axel Alonso has done since taking over for for Joe Q. Is is like everything that Joe Q did to like elevate Marvel, like fucking Axel has done to like bring it back to where it was in the nineties. And that's not a good place. It was good when I was like a fucking child and I didn't know any better. Yeah. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, holy fuck, dude. Like you were making the worst possible decisions. Like I gotta buy a tablet so bad. I, I really wanna start reading more comics and I'm too cheap to buy them, so I'm just gonna start pirating them. I just wanna read comics so bad. <laughs> But yeah, um, I would say like in that fight, dark side. If it just... I mean, no, I won't. I'm a legal, legally moral kind of guy. I, I wouldn't condone that at all. You damn heathens. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's like with the comics things. Like, at this point, like I'm not gonna say I never download comics, um, but the stuff that I want to support, I pay for. Yeah. Okay. Like... That's fair. That's like that's the, literally that's the reason. So. To move into our final, this is our final discussion thing. Why haven't you watched Get Out yet? I I honestly thought I that was going to be an. To. I thought that was going to be an opening day movie for you. I thought that was going to literally be like a, a Friday day show up thing. I actually did intend to. Other thing is like when it first, because um, actually before it even came out wide release, I'd heard about it. I think it was at either South by Southwest or Sundance. And like I can't remember who wrote did the write up of it. I think it was Annie Cool News. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. Um, and then like when it was coming out, I was just like, literally every week I was just like, I'm going to go. And then like other shit came up. It was the same thing that happened in Split yeah. where it's like, I just kept it in the camera around the same time where I kept it like, I'm like, I'm going to go. And then I kept fucking just kind of putting it off and then it just kind of fell by the way. Which is crazy that Split's already out on DVD and Blu-ray and shit. Oh my gosh. It's been three months. It just matter if it had legs and it stayed in theaters longer than things usually do. Yeah. Um, but, um, that's the whole thing is like, and I fucking fully, int- I asked everybody I could think of uh last weekend i was like it's fucking it's the opening weekend of the drive-in um it's easter so like presumably people are doing things during the day so like i'm texting like kevin like my friend Alyssa, like there and i'm just like hey do you want to go at, like seven to the drive-in and everyone's just like oh no we'll be like doing like family dinner i'm like i i mean i guess my family is weird and waspy because we do everything in the mid-afternoon but i was like i i've been to the drive-in twice by myself mm-hmm. and the first time sucked the first time was just fucking horrible. I was like, it's because the whole thing you don't really grasp. Like, even when like, because sometimes movie theater, like movie crowds are really annoying and they take away from the movie. Um, but like, there's sometimes they make movies. Like, there's sometimes where like there are movies that like I wouldn't have, I haven't enjoyed as much at home as I did in the theater because you have a really good receptive crowd. Like when you see things in the drive-in by yourself, it's literally like seeing movies in a vacuum. Like, there's yeah. nobody to ruin it or enhance your experience. You're literally just like it's like because it's, it's not even like you're seeing it at home. Because when you're at home, there's like a fucking like thing to it where you're just kind of like you know there's nobody else around, so it's yeah. fine. Whereas like in the drive-in, it's just, it's just like you're around other people, but you can't have any interaction with them. Yeah. So read the their time, emotions it, and reactions or anything. Yeah, it was just terrible. And then I, I did it again last year. I think by myself when I went to see Suicide Squad and something else. Because I, I actually intended to go see Suicide Squad in the theater that day, but it was sold out. Because it was basically Kevin and I went Thursday, and then um, I loved it. And so I wanted to go back Friday, and it was sold out. And I was like, well, fuck it. So I went to the drive-in. And that's the only reason I went by myself, because I had no other choice. Yeah. Um, and I remember that wasn't that bad, but I can't remember even what the other movie was, because I don't remember if I even stayed. Um, 
but yes, yeah, like uh, I wanted to see uh, when it was Fade the Furious and Get Out. So I'm just like, oh, hey, I really like Fade the Furious. I'll happily see that again. And I was like, plus I'll finally get to see Get Out. But nobody would fucking go. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't want to fucking go by myself. And then like um, this week, I might hopefully go um, for um, – I, I knew they were only going to do Get Out for the first week and whatever because um, it's Fate of the Furious and Skull Island, which I also haven't seen yet. So I was like, fuck it. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that came out. Yeah, that came out like months ago. Um, but yeah, so like I do want to see Get Out. Like I'm not like in any way, but just like it hasn't, it hasn't worked out. Like, yeah. As soon as I have the opportunity, I happily will. Oh, yeah, I'm and not- we're going to talk about it because it – I went into it with really low expectations. I was like, okay, it got really good reviews and all this, but it's kind of hard for a horror movie to be on like any sort of level of not saying it was not impressive is not correct, but to put it on kind of, you know how I react to things I like, you know how I kind of go over and above like, Oh my God, I fucking love it. Like, it's really hard for horror movies to do that. I'm generally like really impressed and I'm like, Oh wow. Like, um, we watched, what's it called? A movie where the, the house there's a ghost that haunts and it steals the children, and the children end up killing the parents. Are you uh, a mama? No. Um, Ethan oh. Hawke. Uh, oh! Uh, uh, in, no, not City. Uh, Sinister? Sinister. Like, after I watched that, I liked that movie, but it wasn't... Like, I was just like, wow, that was cool. That, that kind of shook me, slash, it was interesting, whatever. This was the first scary movie since The Silence of the Lambs that I was like, I have to... I have to have this in my life on a regular basis. I loved it. You might not like it as much. I know. I, I know you're gonna like it. It's. It definitely appeals. It will appeal to you. But you might not like it as much as me. The minute you watch it, though, we're recording talking about it. I. I just want. I just. And the funniest thing was. So you know the premise of the movie. I'm not gonna say anything here. But you know the premise of the movie. More or less, yeah. Yeah, we saw it in an entire movie theater. Of, I'm not kidding you. Every single seat was a. 60 plus year old white person and it was absolute my friend mason would just when we left the theater just started laughing and i was like what was so funny literally just all old white people surrounding us it was wonderful well i think it was funny when i saw uh because green room um when i went to uh last year with kevin it was like when the first time we went to, like the movie together that wasn't like a fucking like blockbuster yeah and he actually and like we went and um I think it was on the way there. I might have asked. I was like, "Do you actually know what this is?" Or you just—he's like, "No, I just—I have no idea. I'm just going because I trust your taste." And like, which I don't think is probably true anymore. And that I like Suicide Squad, <laughs> but um, but uh, but yeah, we got in there, and like, if you know what Green Room is, have you seen Green Room? Which is amazing. We, we watched uh, it together. No, no, I know we have. I'm just saying. Oh, like, okay, say general. Yeah. Um, where it's like basically like this kind of like punk rock. It's almost like a fucking punk rock version of Straw Dogs. Where basically just like, it's like a fucking siege picture but gore it's almost it's it's, it's a, it kind of borders on horror even though it's not a horror movie yeah and like the thing is funny like all around us were like old people like old like old couples or, like old white women or whatever yeah and kevin's like am i not hip like why are all these <laughs> people here and i'm not so, like, and, like, like i wouldn't know what the, fuck, what, what the fuck this was if it wasn't for you and i was just like i mean i didn't know people would even show up besides us so Kevin, like, you are the opposite of hip <laughs> I mean, it depends. In some situations, he's like, I mean, like, it's fucking amazing to me. Like, there was one day, like, um, do you know who Baby Metal is? Who? Ba- Baby Metal? No. Uh yes, 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 yes. The little Chinese women who just are super hardcore and awesome. Japanese. Well, Japanese. basically, they 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 combine um K-pop or J-pop 
with um with metal and like when i first heard them it was actually like an um and it was like one of the nxt specials and i was just like or one of the nxt episodes and i was like that's fucking amazing so i downloaded everything mm. and then i was driving to kevin's and i was like banging it in his neighborhood and like he got in the car he's like is this babe metal and i was like how the fuck do you know that i was really hoping <laughs> to like freak you out and he's just like but yeah like so like there are times where just like he's even more on like the cutting edge than i am eh. it just like in film i kind of like i tear through with, like I'm, I'm always looking for shit that's like really obscure so like eh. and i mean obviously and you follow a lot of those people and shit on like twitter and stuff and yeah so. Well, it's funny. Is like, uh, <laughs> like I was actually thinking on the way today. Like, it, the, the thing kind of depresses me. Is like, at the time it seemed like homework, and now I kind of miss it. Um, when I was younger, like I, I used to work in a video store, and even before that, I mean, I obviously had Netflix, and so like I would just fucking like, because I was so fucking obsessed with movies. Um, I would be like, it actually it wasn't just movies. It was it was comics and music, whatever. And I'd be like, I would entertainment. Like, yeah. I art. I would like, I would be like, Hey, I really like this movie. And I basically like, would like, it's like, let's say I watched like taxi driver. Yeah. I would then watch everything. I would basically get everything Scorsese ever did and watch it in really short succession. And then be the same thing with like Coppola and like fucking De Palma and like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I've now reached a point where it's like, I can't really do that anymore. Cause now all of it I've seen, like, it's just yeah. like, it's just like, I was talking about with, with music. Cause I usually do that with music all the time. Like when I was like 15, 14, I'd be like, Oh hey, I like this band. Basically, I would look, like look up the band, bands similar to that band, bands that influenced that band, bands that influenced that band, that influenced <laughs> that band. Like it was like a fucking rabbit hole. And it's like now it's like everything I kind of know. It's not to say I don't discover new stuff, but like yeah, you still haven't watched Lucifer, like, so exactly. So like, um, there's always like old school stuff that like I'm just like I miss I I don't have that like ability to just kind of dive down rabbit holes as much as I used to be able to. Yeah, I've never been but good it, at that. I do it the I just do whatever you tell me to do <laughs> I, I don't mean that exactly for you although my last two years of my life has been mostly whatever patrick tells me to do i just mean that for anyone like uh my friend at works really into anime so i watched one punch man and and i think you should watch it i don't but i, I now i'm giving you i'm saying pause don't watch one punch man yet because i just started watching death note have you ever heard of that anime i've, I've seen death note yeah it's amazing it's <laughs> so good Oh, it's so good. So I'm going to finish this, then I'm going to start watching some other one that he recommends. That's my, your version of just find everything that person does. I'll just find everything that you like that I can, and if it just so happens to be the same thing, it's everything that, cool, but mostly it's just whatever you're interested in. I do that with everything. For someone well, yeah, to just, or say some music is good, and I'm like, oh, I'll check it out because you want me to, but not because I have any interest. The Death Note thing I think is funny because like, um, I remember when they dropped the trailer for the new Netflix one, um, Everybody lost their shit. I'm oh, yeah, like, they're, they're making a live-action Death Note, right? Yeah. And um, I, I'm excited to some level that, like, the guy who did it is the same guy who did, like, the new Blair Witch, and he did uh, the movie The Guest. And uh, he did... Uh, I mean, he's, he's, done a bunch, he's done a bunch of stuff that I've liked. And um, so I'm, just, I'm interested on that level. But, like, that's the thing is, like, it's my whole thing with, um, with Death Note. It's kind of my same thing with Ghost in the Shell, where it's like when people are like really excited, I'm like, I'm really glad that you're really excited, but I really, I'm not like whatever. Yeah. And when people are like really angry. I'm like, I understand you being really angry, but I just I don't have any feeling about this either way. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of my whole thing with Death Note. Like I had people, I know people who were like freaking out about Death Note. Same way people were freaking out about Ghost in the Shell, and I was just like, and I don't mean this in a shitty way. But I'm like, just don't watch it. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. It's like nobody fucking saw Ghost in the Shell. 
So hopefully now they won't make the live action Akira remake because I mean they're they're like well clearly people don't want this yeah so like that's the whole thing is like the only way people are they're gonna stop making this shit is if you just don't if you stop lining their pockets exactly it's like if you just if you just don't have any part of it then they're not gonna they're, 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 if they're not making money off of it then they're not gonna keep doing it yeah so like it's like for, 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 so for me it's like the whole thing Death Note I'm like I've never been a huge fan of it like I think it's cool but like it's like it's not something where I'm just like oh my god oh, man. So like like the only one that I am protective of is Akira, and even though like the fact I've never that they had seen said, it. the fact that they had said uh, the guy who directed Get Out, uh, Jordan Peele, was now like the front runner because of Get Out, I was just like, that makes me less scared. But I'm still like, it's something that I don't want them to fuck with. Is because I'm just like, it's as close to perfect as you're gonna get. Like why just just leave it alone, man? Like yeah. it's, it's 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 fine. Like yeah, no, I I didn't know they were making. I didn't remember the death note live action i just started watching it because it was his favorite i can't pick is it a live action movie or a live action show uh as far as i know it's a movie but i mean they would make plans for a few other ones i just can't picture it into a movie because one thing i was saying i'm only five episodes deep there's already been so much that's happened in those five episodes you could make a movie just off what's happened so far a two-hour movie off just what's happened so far that's I'm gonna. Also, t- they're Netflix movies, so like I mean, they could probably like get a decent. Cause I know the original plan I know was um, Shane Black, the guy who directed. Um, he's most famous for writing like uh, Lethal Weapon and like stuff like. He basically like kind of the guy who was essentially invented the modern action movie. Yeah. Um, but most recently, he's been a director. He directed Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and The Nice Guys and Iron Man Three. The Nice Guys and- is funny. I've never finished it, but I've seen parts of it. It's awesome. Oh, Nice Guys. If you like Nice Guys, check out Kiss Kiss Bang Bang because they're kind of the same movie, but they're both awesome. Um, that's the Robert but, uh, Downey Jr. one. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's actually what sold me. When they when they first announced him as Iron Man, it was like right after I saw Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and I'm like, yes, I'm okay with that because I just yeah. like I was like, if you announced this like 10 years ago, I'd be like, eh. But like after I saw Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, you want to make fucking Val Kilmer roadie? I don't care that it's racially offensive. <laughs> <laughs> like... Sure, go for it. <laughs> um... But yeah, like he was gonna do the the Death Note movie. Like, they were gonna do like a big like li- like big budget like live action thing, and then somehow it fucking evolved in being a Netflix movie that uh, the guy who did Blair Witch is doing. And I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm not more or less excited than I would have been. I'm like, it's fine. Like it's just yeah. like but it's my, my my whole thing is I'm like, the only one I actually have any kind of protective nature of like, as far as anime is Akira, and like. Um, and they're, they're probably eventually going to fuck that up, too, because they've been trying to do that for years. Yeah. So, like, because they were talking about, like, a couple of years ago, they were going to have, like, uh, um, they were going to do it with um, DiCaprio as Kaneda and just Gordon Levitt as uh, Tetsuo. I was like, why does that seem like a good idea to you? Like, not even, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm like, these are men that are substantially older than these teenagers that you're like, yeah. like, why does it seem like a good idea to you? I don't understand. Like not even like a fucking Asian thing. I'm just like, like a whitewashing thing. I'm like, you are literally casting grown adults as essentially children yeah. and not like, not even like in a convincing way. It's not like it's like fucking like, um, where I found out recently that, um, Judd Nelson, when he did The Breakfast Club, was like in his like mid twenties. Yeah. Um, and it's like he's completely believable as a teenager. Like there is no way I would believe either Joseph Gordon Levitt is a yeah. That's fair. <laughs> as teenagers, so, that's a like, good point. Whatever, we'll see. But that was yeah. why I was really glad when the Ghost in the Shell fell because I'm just like, 
I know people that are excited for it. I'm like, that's fine. I know people that were really rooting against it, and that's fine. But I was like, the one reason I have any fucking skin in this game is I don't want to see Akira made. So there you go. I will stop as many people from seeing it just to not support this sort of behavior. You sit in the corner. Uh, All right. Well, let's wrap it up. That was talked about a little bit of this, a little bit of that, some razzle, some dazzle, some hand job questions. It was a good one. It's a real good one. Indeed. as always, if you like hearing my voice, listen to what did I just say with me and Jeffrey, which, by the way, we're going to do that crossover episode very soon and release it on both of them. I was uh, actually just talking to him right before you called me. <laughs> like, I was just texting him. We were like, we were talking about SmackDown last night. Uh, so we're going to do that soon. Put it up on both things. Patrick does Gifted Punksters. Not as important as this one, but you should still check it out. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. You got anything fancy, sexy to say at the end? Um, no, I mean, I would say gifted punctures equally. As oh, okay, well, there's your, yeah, it's from one man's opinion. I love you. Have a good day. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And thanks for listening. Indeed. Indeed.